All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. All right, so I'm not going to lie. I felt the need to poke at another Christian apologist. And the YouTube gods said, you know what, big guy? We are going to hand you a, an automatic home run hitter. Now, gang, I've seen this person before because, again, let, let's go ahead and quote my grandmother real fast before we get started on this fucked up ass show. And that is, when you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas. Every time, gang, every time. I've seen this person giving a microphone to fuckface Frank Turk. Now, gang, if you give a microphone to fuckface Frank Turk and you don't immediately bury him underneath an avalanche of intellectual butt fuckery, because that's all that comes out of his mouth, they're like, oh, Frank, now there's like, you're a piece of shit, too. Right? Hope I'm saying her name right. Because I want to insult her and it still say her name properly. Elisa Childress. She's an apologist. And gang, I scrolled through her shit. And she has some of the most mind-numbing people on her shows. Like, gang, again. If you are sitting there riding the nutsack of fuckface Lee Strobel, you are terrible. Right? Again, I do not care. I do not care. I do not care that Lee Strobel has a 9 million IQ. I do not care. I do not care. I do not care that he was a former atheist, allegedly. Right? Again, the world's greatest investigative reporter. Blah, 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 shut the fuck up. And like every atheist does, apparently fuckface Lee Strobel went on was it like a two-year quest to prove that there is no god well after his fucking two years guess who became a christian yeah because again that's what all atheists do isn't it gang don't we just go on like like a, a muslim goes to mecca you know for their fucking pilgrimage and shit like that a jew will go to israel and atheists we go on a two-year mission to prove there is no god because lee strobel Okay, okay, I'm going to jump into this bullshit. The first one up, what's this fucker's name? What's his fucking name? Michael Kruger. We're just going to go ahead and call him fuckface. Michael Kruger. Does the non-Christian have any basis in his worldview for making moral claims? Okay, first, yes. Move on to another topic. Without, again, this one's going to be a stroke inducer. Let's see if they say anything different. Chances are, they're not. But again, Christians, take it from this guy. Okay, I thought us football players were supposed to be the dumb ones. Why am I having to be the one to say this? Christians, if you actually want this answer, stop jerking off other Christians. Again, if you want to know, I just belch, hashtag professional. If you want to know the basis of morality, if you want to know why it is the human animal evolved to behave socially the way that we do, again, there's this entire branch called sociology. Instead of just sitting there and being criminally wrong on this topic while you're on YouTube and other forms of social media, you can sit down with an actual sociologist. This isn't a secret. You can go find it out, fuckface. Okay, let's just cue this fucked up ass video. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape. Says I don't personally like it. Well, that doesn't work as an argument. They have to actually show, not just say, but show that the Bible is violating some moral norm in the universe. It's the intro. I'm getting powdered donuts, gang. Ah. You just said something really powerful. It's it's not just the facts, but what they find acceptable. I forget exactly how you worded it, but sort of in 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 the realm of their previous worldview, and I think that's really true. I think we see that happen a lot, which kind of swings us back around to what we, we we hinted at earlier, which is this idea that the Bible is presented as something that's actually immoral. The God that's presented for pause and take. That's because it is. That's because it is right. The only way you can sit here and spin the foolishness that some way somehow. The Bible is not immoral that the Christian God is. Again, shut the fuck up. 
The only way you can make this stuff sound the least bit decent is through Christian apologetics, lying, mental gymnastics. You guys know the drill, right? This is fucked up. Roll the tape. Example in the Old Testament, according to a lot of skeptical claims, is an immoral monster. Pause the tape. Yes, 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 yes. Christians, I absolutely cannot stand it when you do this. When you sit here and you say, because there's a lady at work who does this. Well, Robert, I feel like you're judging Christianity just simply on the Old Testament God. Okay, no, uh, it, it, it's on the whole. Trust me on that one, fuck nuts. It's all bullshit. It is bullshit. But, oh, man. Again, you cannot have a New Testament without the Old Testament. The Old Testament, God was a desert warlord. And so what? So he killed his son. Now everything's good to go. We're supposed to just forget all this foolishness. Again, if I slap you across, and no fuck faces in case there's a Christian watching this, I don't actually believe in your God, but it's just easier to do the show without always prefacing it by saying, I don't actually believe in your God. I'm talking about the context of the character. Shut the fuck up. Back on topic. If I slap you across the face on the first, and I mean, go for it. Like as a lick my palm, warm my shoulder up, take a couple test slaps. I can generate some power and some motherfucking force. So let's say I slapped your monkey ass across the face. That's on the first. On the 15th, I adopt a puppy. And on the 29th, I'm like, let's be friends. And you're like, well, no, you slapped me across the face. <laughs> but you don't seem to understand. I adopted a puppy. Why, why are you worried about what I did on the first? You haven't acknowledged it. You haven't apologized for it. You've done nothing to make things right. So fucking what? You bought a puppy. You're still the same fucking asshole on the first. You see what I'm saying? This is the Christian argument. Well, I mean, we've got the New Testament, and then God killed his son because, yeah, that's love. So as a result, all the bullshit from the first 70% of the book, that's null and void. We don't need that anymore. Christians, go get a new script. Roll the tape. This is, this is somebody who uh, sanctions genocide Check. and different types of oppression. And I know you have Check. a chapter in your book on this as well. But let's talk about that a bit because I think that really hits to the heart of, of how people are determining truth. Well, they, they read something and they go, well, that doesn't jive with what I think is moral. That doesn't jive with my previous worldview. And so it must be wrong. How, what would your advice be on that question? Yeah, fuck face. Yeah, um, well, as I pointed out earlier in our discussion today, this is a rather new development, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I say new, really, the last 50 years in terms of the way people attack the faith, which is now the moral argument against God or the moral argument against the Bible, which is, it's not just wrong because it's historically or factually wrong, but it's, it's quote unquote wrong because it's morally wrong. It is. Um, and that, that argument's coming up again and again. Get it's to the point. On the one hand, it's the idea that, that uh, Paul hates women. On the other hand, or any other thing they find uh, morally problematic. Yeah. Well, there's two layers to responding to that. What is one, it? One layer is to deal with the actual objection and show that they're probably not reading the text correctly or really understanding the internet. Okay, pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. Gang, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of a thread, and by that I simply mean I'm watching it from the sidelines. There's one debate that I don't get into, and that is slavery in the Bible. Yes. Yes, yes. What is described in the Bible is slavery. It is absolute, positive fucking slavery. And I don't listen to anyone do any backflips. I don't care about your bullshit about indentured servant. I don't care. I do not care. The Bible describes slavery. Okay? And so when he sits there and he's going to sit here and talk about context and the blase and the fucking glavenoids, this is why Christianity needs Christian apologists, right? They're not there to convince people like us, non-believers. They are there 
to strengthen the resolve of the people who want a fucking excuse. Right? Again, when I read a text, if I read a text and it sits there and it tells me how much to buy a person for and how bad I can treat them and everything else, that's fucking slavery. Right? But then you want to, I have to sit here and translate it through six dead languages. Then I just have to get really, really drunk, close my eyes, wish upon a star, roll some dice, yell jinx, and that uh, Bible verse says, treat that slave with love and respect. Err, indentured servant. Christianity needs Christian apologetics just so this shit sounds slightly palatable. Roll the tape. Biblical logic. So on genocide, for example, you know, that, that's so misunderstood and misconstrued. I think a lot of headway can be made just helping people understand what God is actually commanding, why he's commanded, and how God works when he deals with sin in the world and how judgment works and so on. That's part of the issue. Uh, but the other, the other part of the issue is to help people realize that um, if they're going to make moral claims against the Bible and they're going to stick, they, they've got to have some basis in their worldview for making such moral claims. Pause the tape. Here's my fucking basis. I'm a humanist. I think doing bad shit is bad. There, the argument's over. That's it. Again, the only reason why you Christians make this an hour-long debate, because you just don't want to be wrong. Period in the story. Right? You want to know why I don't punch my next-door neighbor in the fucking face? Because I don't want to. If I have to explain any more than that, you're a horrible person. The sad thing is, right as I said that, some Christian just said, oh, you know me so well. You do, right? Oh, you're fucked up. I mean, you're you're horrible. Why do you? Yeah, I know. That's why I need a savior. That's why I need a savior. I mean, give me a break. Roll the tape. And here's the irony of the discussion. Most most people making moral objections to the Bible have never thought about where morality comes from in the first place. Mm. They're just speaking out of no mind. fuck nuts. The problem is it's you. That is grade A projection. Because like I will continue to say. If you Christians actually want the fucking answer, you will ask a sociologist. You will stop asking the likes of fuckface Frank Turk. Because again, the Bible should be the last place you go to find morality. I don't care if it's the New Testament or the Old. Yes, you can find some good things in the Bible. But when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at a verse... That says to kill gay people for simply being gay? No. No, 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 no. It's a balancing act. And the bad outweighs the good. Oh, what? What's that? Huh, huh? What's about the New Testament? Go read Revelations. I think there's a list of like seven that will not inherit the kingdom of God. The sexually immoral. You know who's on that list? Gay people. So all this bullshit that Jesus never said anything about homosexuality. First and foremost, I've already told you, I don't give a fuck what Jesus has to say. Robert motherfucking Reed is his own standard. And I make mistakes. But more times than not, I'm spot on. And for no other reason, I do not rape people. I do not beat up people. And it's really that simple. I don't have to have an hour-long discussion giving you the foundation of why it is I don't beat people up. I would think that the simple response, I don't want to, would be good enough. No, 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 no. Not if you're a Christian apologist. Roll the tape. Eternal angst over it, the fact that they don't like it, the fact that they're bothered by it. Okay, fair enough, but being bothered by something doesn't make it wrong. Not liking something doesn't make it wrong. Something that's only wrong, morally, is if it violates some ultimate norm some ultimate standard for right or wrong in the universe. I mean, it just violates... Pause the tape. Man, you Christians apologists sound all the same. That is some Frank Turkian level bullshit. Right? Uh, you gotta appeal to a standard to yourself. Uh, outside yourself. I mean, it's just your subjective opinion. I already told you. I do not get into that discussion. Because it's fucking stupid. Roll the tape. Some personal opinion, and why is that an argument? Um, so if someone just comes to the Bible and says, I don't personally like it, well, that doesn't work as an argument. They have to actually show, not just say, but show that the Bible is violating some moral norm in the universe so that God of the Bible is actually breaking some moral law. Now, of course, that just backs the question up one notch, which is where do these moral laws come from? And the irony... Pause the tape, end the tape. It's the same bullshit coming out of a different asshole. 
right? Again, holy shit. And I still go back to think about one of my followers who snapped at us, uh, atheists, because we were on a thread and we were definitely making some snarky ass remarks because this shit is just repetitive, right? I mean, how many shows have I done on this shit? And he said, man, you atheists, you know, not, not a unique response amongst any of you. And I remember saying, you know, S, it's because we keep responding to the same bullshit, right? Again, ultimate standards, blah, 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 blah. it doesn't fucking matter. All that matters is, did the fucked up shit happen or did it not? Again, your, your, your ability, quote unquote, to say beating up a innocent person on the street it, it is absolutely wrong does not make that uh, assault victim feel any better. Not an ounce better. Holding their hand as you take them to the hospital. Sitting with them. Making sure that they're okay. Checking up on them. Right? Bringing them a fucking casserole. Doing something. No, 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 no. You fucking apologists. You're, you're very satisfied. Sitting your monkey ass way the fuck over there. Oh, it's objectively wrong. It's objectively wrong. You're not helping anybody. Okay, gang, what's the next one up? Gang, we got to do a fuck face Frank Turk. Holy shit. Okay, no wonder I picked it. Okay, is Christianity a sexist religion? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The three Abrahamic uh, faith systems, Judaism, Christianity, Islam. Yeah, yeah. If this video is longer than three seconds, it's exactly nine hours too long. Yes, Christianity is very sexist. Let's cue it up. Is there any fucking capitalism? Capitalism! And I gotta get Buddy anyway. Can y'all hear Buddy? This one is hand... By the way, it was Paul who wrote, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, so Roll the tape. Free, male nor female. He's not saying that the distinctions go away. What he's saying is, is that they're all equally valuable. Here's a question for you. What are Frank's thoughts on Christianity being considered sexist, specifically Paul's letters? Well, Christianity was the real woman liberator. Uh, women were not treated with the same kind of respect as men were in the first Stop. century. Stop. So I reject that idea. I think when Paul is talking about Pause. certain roles God damn in the it. church. Pause the fucking tape. Okay. Ah. Let's rewind that. What the fuck did he just say? Hold on. Let me make sure I heard that right. With the same kind of respect as men were. Here's a question for you. What are Frank's thoughts on Christianity being considered sexist? Specifically, Paul's letters. Well, Christianity was the real woman liberator. Uh, women were not treated with... Pause the tape. Gang, I can't listen to that. Christianity was the liberator. Have you guys read the Bible? Like, at all? <laughs> like, at all? At all? When two men get into a fight, and one of the men's wives comes to break it up, she's trying to defend her husband. Oh, this is in the Bible. Fuck faces. Look it up. While separating the two men, if her hands brush against the other man's ball sack, her husband, not the other guy, the husband now has to chop his wife's hand off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know about the verse in Deuteronomy. If you rape a virgin that is not betrothed, you were to pick up, uh, pay 50 shekels and you were to marry her. Because nothing says female liberation quite like forcing a rape survivor to marry her fucking rapist. Let me guess. I took it out of context. Robert, you're just mad at God. Robert, that's the Old Testament. Christian, shut the fuck up. Roll the date same kind of respect as men were in the first century so i reject that idea i think when paul is talking about certain roles in the church just like 
you have roles in a relationship. He's he's mirroring the roles that Jesus. Pause the date. I have seen fuckface Frank Turk answer this question before, but it was in regards to can women be pastors? You know what fuckface Frank Turk said? No. And he does what he always does. It's not my judgment that bitches, uh, women should not lead over men. So please tell me again, and it's not just fuckface Frank Turk. That is actually a very hotly debated topic, right? Should women be allowed to be pastors? Because if I'm not mistaken, it is in Timothy. That straight up says women should not have authority over men. Now, if there's a Christian, they will tell me I'm either taken out of context or they'll find another verse that contradicts that verse. And I told y'all, that is why I no longer get into biblical wars. They are a waste of fucking time. Roll the tape. We're not making it through this one. Have with regard to the Father in the Trinity, Jesus and, say, the Father are the same in essence. You know, obviously, Jesus has two natures. He has mm. a divine nature and a human nature. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, and of course. And then he turns into Voltron the and Space Ghost, and then G.I. Joe. Shut role, the fuck up. Just like the Holy Spirit has a different role oh, okay. uh, in salvation. Pause the tape. Now he's justifying. Now he's justifying. Dude, roll the tape. And so the model for human relationships is the same model that the Trinity gives us. So where a, a husband and a wife may have different roles in the relationship, they're both equally human. They're both equally made in God's image, but they have different roles, different functions. And uh, so to, to say that someone can't take a different role in a relationship because they wanna be in the other role would be like Jesus saying, sorry, Father, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. I want to have your role. You need to be in my role. No, that's, that's, if, if Jesus can defer to the father, then we can defer to one another in our own relationships. Yeah. And I, this really came alive. Pause the tape. I can't lie. I'm not joking. When I say this, that made no fucking sense at all whatsoever. Like not even a little bit, like not one ounce roll the tape me when I was studying this and really studying that first century Greco-Roman culture and just the sort mm. of sexual ethic that ruled the day in that culture, which was for men, pretty much a free-for-all. Men could pretty much have sex with whoever they wanted to. They could, uh, sodomy and pederasty was very, very popular, especially among soldiers as a way to sort of shame your opponent that you would have defeated in battle. But women were expected to be faithful to their spouses. But here comes Paul holding men to the same standard that the world was holding only women to. And in, it mm. so elevated women by saying, you know, no, men, you can't go do whatever you want. You, you ha we all have to live. Um, in, it says here in Ephesians 5, but sexual immorality and impurity or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is proper for the saints. And that went for men as well. Again, just those subtle ways that we might miss as modern people of how Paul was elevating the status of women. And then, of course, we know from history with uh, infant exposure and so many of those babies being left to die being female because of the Greco-Roman culture. Here come the Christians standing against abortion, rescuing the babies. So Am I just lost? Why is this not making any sense to me? Maybe I'm just stuck on all the Bible verses that are just kind of fucking up all the bullshit that they're saying, right? Yeah, I'm realizing this is Old Testament stuff, but was it? I don't think this was the Canaanite slaughter. It's kind of hard to keep up with all the fucking murders that God fucking committed, right? But it was basically, they sounded like Palpatine up in that bitch. Wipe them out. All of them. Except the little girls who've never fucked a dude before. I wonder what they were going to keep them for. Yeah. And gang, I think the reason why, I know the reason why this really fucks me up. Again, it's this, you're living in the Old Testament. Again, if I slap you across the face, but make no work to make any amends, and then 60 days later, I'm just like, hey, let's be friends. You're not going to be my fucking friend, right? And you think about all the fucked up shit that God ordered just in terms of how we treat women in the Old Testament. And again, as far as I'm concerned, my analogy about buying a puppy at day 15, 
Okay, it's, to me it's no different. God slapped you across the face, bought a puppy on the 15th, the Jesus sacrifice. Now everything's good to go. Let's read what Paul has to say. I'm like, are you serious? Again, we still haven't addressed this bullshit here. And so again, I just don't buy it. That's why none of this is really sinking in. Like I give two fucks what Paul has to say. What about all this shit that's already happened? So yeah, again, it's a balancing act. Again, because we are still having the debate on a woman's role, period. Much less can she be a pastor. And again, it's just, this. I don't know why. This is just not sinking in. Roll the date. Early Christian movement was so female heavy. Um, I don't buy it either, Frank. I think that when we look at Jesus, we look at Paul, we look at the narrative arc of the entire uh, narrative of scripture. Start again, I just don't buy it. Gang, I'm thinking about like modern day Pentecostals. Where women still can't wear pants. I remember running track. And even though I was very religious as a kid. I didn't know what a Pentecostal was. And I remember running track. And seeing a little girl in the starting blocks. And we're all laughing our monkey asses off. Now I look back and I'm like oh that's why. Where everyone else is wearing the bloomers and shit like that. This little girl had on a skirt. The skirt was dragging the ground. It was getting in the way of her ability to run. Because she was religious. I'm not 700 years old, gang. This stuff is still going on. So when I sit here and I hear them say, no one's made more strides. Or maybe it's just relative. I don't, again, this is just not sinking in. Roll the date. From Genesis to Revelation, we have, I mean, unheard of in other cultures to have not just humans, but women specifically named as being made in the image and likeness of God. This was just unheard of in surrounding cultures. And so... Well, as it take, that's not a step up as far as I'm concerned. Again, this whole made in the image of God, the blase and the glavenoids. Again, at the end of the day, as soon as your dad busts a nut inside your mom, you are a misdemeanor. By the time you take your first breath, you have committed the capital crime of breathing. Simply being alive makes you worthy of the worst torture unimaginable. Apparently, women are included. Yay! That's female equality. Okay, I just can't listen anymore to this. I mean, that was just bullshit. It just, for me, that was just bullshit. What is this one? Oh, well, this is great. Some people hate God's perfect justice. Gang, one of the first moments where that shit just really stuck out was either my first or my second talk with the creature. Fuckface SJ. And I was, you know, stumping her with easy shit. And finally she was like, well, Robert, we just have to give God the leniency. I was like, no, we don't. No, we do not. It's like, we don't understand it's perfect justice. You mean torturing people forever? Because if that's the case, we just have a fundamental difference on the base definition of perfect justice. Okay. So I don't, I can't remember the other lady's name in this video. Hold up. Goddamn capitalism. On Melissa Dartree. Hope I'm saying her name right. All right. Let's cue it up. Roll the tape. Standard of justice outside of God. This is the thing I think about when I go to conferences is that, you know, people bristle at when we talk about things like the wrath of God. People mm. bristle when we talk about God's holiness or we talk. Pause the tape. Let me tell you why. I hope you guys can hear this. I'm getting a new speaker. So, P, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I got your message. But people bristle at, you know, God's wrath and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they should. And I remember saying this to two fuckfaces from the Austin Stone. And like, you ever notice how your God can't make a major move <clears throat> without words like wrath, judgment, murder, punishment? That's why people bristle at it. Yeah. Normally, wrath, you know, one of the seven deadly sins, which is not in the Bible, by the way. Normally, wrath isn't a good thing. So, yeah, there's a reason why people bristle. Fuck face. Roll the tape. I need some more booze. Concepts like sin. I was just recently at a conference where H.B. Charles Jr. was preaching, and he was it was really funny because he set it up really big. But 
he was talking about the sufficiency of scripture and he mm -hmm. said we we have to bring back these highly sophisticated theological words that we have forgotten and he's building it up and he goes one in particular the philosophical underpinnings of this highly sophisticated and complicated theological term we need to bring back it's called sin <laughs> shut the fuck up again i think that was a very piss poor attempt one at humor and two christians that was to me that was a, a shitty attempt at doing what it is you guys always do and that is trying to make christianity this hyper convoluted issue and it's not at the end of the day it's real simple if you don't believe in god period in the story you're gonna get fucked up that's it that is it it isn't complicated you guys like to make it complicated so you can spin this bullshit out but that's that's the gospel right there at the end of the day it's either heaven or hell how do you get to heaven jerk god off how do you go to hell don't jerk god off it's really that simple so right so again i know that was a crack at humor it bombed it absolutely stunk up the goddamn turlet roll the tape great build up <laughs> isn't it good I mean, that it no than I no not at all <laughs> the reason we talk about those things is it's, it gets so misunderstood and for mm. me it's just so obviously beautiful how it all ties together because everybody has wrath for sin yes. if a child what? is abused in front of your face don't you have wrath for that i have anger for that absolutely pause the tape allow me to quote noted historian and philosopher tracy harris my future ex-wife by the way if i saw a child getting hurt and i could stop it i would My brain just farted on the rest of the quote, but it's her basically saying, again, no, it's like, well, that's the difference between me and your God. If I could stop a child from being hurt, I would. Again, there's no need for wrath under the God model. There just isn't. That's why I've said, one of those three prongs has to go away. All-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving. If you know when that kid walks out of their door, something bad is going to happen and you don't stop it because you can't, then you're not all powerful. If you don't stop it because you won't, you don't get to call yourself all loving. Or if you did not know that that child was going to get hurt, you're obviously, you see what I'm saying, gang? And so this whole, well, if I see a child getting hurt, I've got wrath. If I see a child getting hurt and I'm kicking someone's ass, period in the story, Right? And even if I fail, even if that person beats me up or worse, I still would have done more to help that kid than the Christian God who just sat there. And the fucked up thing, and this is what I talked to fuckface Joseph Abraham about. If that kid gets hurt and that happens, that kid dies a Muslim, a Jew, anything other than the approved kind of Christian, you know where that kid's going to go according to Christianity. If the person who hurt the child is either a Christian or they find God before they die, what happens to that asshole? So again, uh, buddy, you're killing your father, Larry. So no, you don't get to sit here and say, I'm trying to make sure he doesn't turn the computer off. You don't get to sit here and say, that this is a moral system and rad. Really shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. I want justice for that. I mean, those same people that are crying for, for justice for other things, they don't want God to be just, mm -hmm. which is just a head scratcher for me. I don't get it. I mean, you have. Pause the tape, madam. Allow me to fucking explain. All right, because I've had Christians say this before, right? You, you complain when God intervenes, but you also complain when he does. There's a difference between intervention and real fucked up ass intervention, right? No, well, I mean, they, the, the Canaanites were doing bad. So God murdered them all. You, you don't think there was another way to handle that? I mean, he's all powerful, all, 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 all. And the only way he can solve a problem is mass homicide. Give me a break, buddy. Where are you going? Fuck it, I'm going to stay right here. Or maybe I'm not. I got to get up.
Sing the song. Don't you want, don't you want to get fucked up? He's just going to walk around. They're going to put his ass in the bedroom. Come on, big guy. Shit. I'm going to come and get you in about 30 minutes, buddy. You're going to walk around in there. Go get him. I'm telling you, save someone's life. They get all kinds of energy and shit. What a way to pay me back, buddy. Jesus. Back on top of it. Again, she's looking all perplexed and shit, but it's a real easy topic, ma'am. This shit's fucked up. Again, your God. I'll get to it at the end of the show. Roll the tape. An all-powerful being who is justice itself, and yet you get mad about his plan to manifest that justice. Pause the tape because his plan blows. Oh, Robert, by whose ultimate says shut the fuck up? His plan blows. Again, I, and I'm not alone. I have been told by a great many of Christians that God uses rape to glorify his name. Well, why don't we thank that person over there for getting their booty hole busted wide the fuck open so God can have his name glorified? Oh, hallelujah. But yeah, she's going to sit here and look. I just I don't understand. Because if what I just said made sense, you are fucked up. Right? God's ultimate plan, his ultimate justice, the blase and the glavenoids. There's nothing moral about the God proposition. Nothing. But again, this is why Christianity needs Christian apologetics. Roll the tape. It's just, it doesn't occur. It just blows my mind. I mean, we have, we have people rioting in the streets over certain things and there have been injustices, of course. I mean, we've, we've got some sin stains in, the, in our nation that I'm grieved over. Lots of us are grieved over. Yeah. And hopefully we're on a trajectory correcting a lot of those things. But the thing about the resistance to God's wrath and justice, which has to do with the perfection of Jesus, it kind of leads up to that, is that you have a God who sees all of that. And he's like, okay, I'm going to solve the problem. No, no, pause the tape, fuckface. No, he has not solved the problem. Even if your fucking God is real, he is fucking awful. Again, Jesus dying for my sins. I just jerked off, therefore you don't have to pay next month's mortgage. What did you get out of me jerking off all over myself? What does Jesus dying have to do with anything I may do wrong? If a debt has been paid, I don't have to do shit, right? If a debt has been paid, why is there a torture pit waiting for me after I die, right? God sees all this, then why the fuck doesn't he stop it? Every person who steps up to, to, to defend someone who can't defend themselves, to give money to people that have less than them, we are doing infinitely more than the Christian God has ever or will ever do. Partially because that fucker doesn't exist, but back on topic. You can end world hunger. You can end cancer. You can stop the Atlanta Falcons from playing. There's no more pineapple on pizza. No more rape. No more murder. No more stealing. No more lying. Nothing. But no, 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 no. There needs to be this test, Robert. What you don't seem to understand is that Jesus died in... Again, we had a perfection model before the fall. And apparently we still had free will. So it's possible. We have a perfection model called heaven. Where there's no sin, there's no lying, there's no crying, there's no pain, there's no misery. And apparently there's free will there. So what the fuck is this for? Hit me in the comments, Christians. Let me know. Roll the tape. Yes. I'm gonna in, I'm gonna become God in flesh. Yeah. I'm gonna live the perfect life that none of you could have, mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna take all of those sins upon myself. That whoever wants it, whoever wants to repent of their sin and follow me, I will throughout your life conform you to my image. And one day, there will be no more sin. There'll be no more injustice. There'll when? be no more tears. No more crying. When? No more death. When? Pain. It'll be gone. When? But you have to define justice my way, because mm. he is. Pause the tape. Oh, and he is justice. Shut the fuck up. Alyssa, you have to do it my way. Again, that is just more abusive language. Bitch, you want to get this ass whooping? Well, then don't make me give it to you. 
Why aren't you on your knees? Your mouth seems a little bit empty. I'm not even close to bullshitting, gang, because that's the stuff I hear at work. Anytime I hear ultimatums like that, you got to do it my way. The only thing that's missing is the word bitch in front of it. Christianity, by definition, is an abusive relationship. So much, in fact, so much, in fact, gang, that just like what the shit that I see at work, the abuse victim is more likely to defend her abuser. I'm not even close to bullshit. If I get 10 new students in a month, seven will find a way to make an excuse for what their husband or their boyfriend or someone in the past has done to them. That is all you just heard. Roll this fucked up ass tape. I mean, not, I'm not saying that me. I'm talking for God. I shouldn't yeah. do that. God said <laughs> you have to define it God's way, right? Mm -hmm. He is justice. There's not this arbitrary standard of justice outside of God that he has to live up to in order to be called just. He sets the standard. And anything that we do that falls short of that is is unjust. It's injustice. It's sin. It's evil. Yes. And, 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 and that's the beauty of the cross, is that at the cross, love and justice perfect. Pause the tape. We may end the tape. Same old shit, different asshole. Right? God is justice. God is love. God is... Again, no matter what the question, for Christians like this, God is the answer. Right? We have to do it his way. And it all comes down to the cross. A medieval torture device. That was meant. Again, the Christian God is so fantastic. He's so wonderful. He's so sexy. He's so vibrant that he could not get. Sin is a fucking make, made up fucking concept. Shut the fuck up. But God could not figure out a way to handle the problem of sin. The only way he could figure it out was to murder his son, who's actually himself, and together they make a ghost. The only way that God could figure out how to solve the problem of sin was to torture his son in the most horrific manner ever. And that is supposed to be the standard of love and justice. Did you hear what she said? That's when love and justice met at the cross. No, that is when fucking Ike Turner met Scott Peterson at the fucking cross. Only in Christianity does this stuff make sense, right? Again, the God of the universe is so smart, right? For literal centuries, because it's not like Adam and Eve, then like five days later, the whole Jesus thing came. No, hundreds of years passed between those two stories. So for centuries, we had grain sacrifices, we had human sacrifices, we had animal and blood sacrifices, we had all kinds of fucked up shit. And then in a stroke of motherfucking genius, God said, what the fuck have I been doing all these goddamn centuries? I know how to solve this goddamn problem. Why didn't I just do that before? Come here, son. Get your monkey ass over here. Even though I haven't made you yet. Because you're actually me. Don't worry. I'm going to put on a Jesus suit. Now, son. This is going to be real fucked up. Now, we should be talking about the birds and the bees. Financial responsibility. Things like consent. You know, don't spend too much when you go to college. No, 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 no. Jesus. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, in a way you can't imagine. I know this sounds bad. Boy, just shut your mouth. But I'm doing it out of love. Not even so much for you. Now, you see all those little maggots running around there? Now, I made those things, and they're called fucking humans. I know, I fucked that shit up. But I'm all-knowing, and I should have known better, but I did, but I did it, because I needed to murder you. I needed to murder you, boy. Yeah. Now, get your monkey ass down there. Go talk some, talk some fucking gibberish. Make someone's ear grow back. Make some pigs run off a goddamn cliff. But dude, when you turn 33, 
This is going to suck, Jesus. This is going to. Gang, I got one more. Let's get one more. Gang, I saved the big Molly Whopper for last, and it's fuckface Lee Strobel. The former atheist turned Christian fucking apologist. Now, again, other than this is just some bullshit sitting on top of some bullshit. Come on, phone flip it. I'm on my phone. Gang, can you? Maybe I should record from my phone more often. I'm not being bombarded with scam calls. Who the fuck knew? Where was I going with that? Who gives this shit? They're just rolling this fucked up ass tape. Don't understand is that hell is not a one size fits all experience. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. You guys hear that? One size fits all. Spend some time talking about hell and the nature of yeah. hell. Maybe clear some misconceptions. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, maybe Let's clear it up. For some people. They haven't thought very deeply about hell and it will be a little troubling because we're going to think about the nature of hell but maybe let's start with this what is hell what what is it yeah what is it well you know the bible uses imagery and metaphors and figurative language uh, to try to communicate pause the tape already here we go metaphors right that's a metaphor that's an analogy but here's the thing christians i can go find 50 christians Right now, I think Noah's Ark is quite literally an analogy. By the way, if you ever get a Christian who says that, do what Uncle Bobby says. It's an analogy for what? Watch them get Gregory up in this bitch. They'll be tap dancing like a motherfucker. Then I can find 50 Christians five minutes after that. That'll tell me it was actually happening. Again, they use the word metaphor and analogy like they use the word context it's just a way to get out of the fucking conversation scott free go fuck yourself roll the date horror of hell which is separation from god for eternity doesn't sound bad um, to me uh so it uses imagery of for instance fire and darkness well if you took those literally the uh fire would light up the darkness and you wouldn't have darkness so these are, these are figurative terms that the Bible uses to try to communicate. This is the worst possible experience that you could ever find yourself in. Um, so uh, even Martin Luther, even the uh, reformers and others uh, agreed. The, the, these are metaphors. This is figurative language. That, that makes me feel a lot better. A lot better. Um, but there's so many misconceptions, as you say. For instance, people say, oh... Uh, God, why would a loving God send people to hell? He doesn't send people to hell. We we consign ourselves to hell. Uh, Pause the tape. For the one billionth time, Christians, stop saying that. Again, <clears throat> Cliff Notes version, if every last second of my day, my entire life, is planned out by the Christian God, and that cannot be changed under any circumstances. Stop saying that I'm choosing to go to hell. God knew that I would start this YouTube channel. Because it was going according to your God's unchanging plan. There was no prayer out there strong enough to make me not do this YouTube channel and podcast. So Christians, it's just a contradiction. Stop saying that. Roll the tape. God offers redemption and eternal life oh, to anyone, anywhere, thanks. in any culture, at any time that reaches out to him and calls out to him I just um, for like redemption. Um, he will find some way to provide it, I believe. Uh, and yet, um, um, some people uh, turn that down. Some people walk the other way. Uh, and they, uh, you know, uh, for some people... Pause the tape. Christian, seriously, sit and think about that for a second. Keep saying that out loud until the bullshit rings in your ears loud and clear. Again, again, for the billion time, that's just abusive language. But the age-old question, what about the people in the Amazon? There are literal tribes on this planet, primitive ones, living in 2022, that don't even have a God concept in their language. I've heard people ask that to fuckface Ray Comfort. You know what he says? Just look in the sky. Keep saying this out loud, Christians, until it finally dawns on you that this doesn't make any fucking sense. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Roll the tape.
the ugly truth is heaven would be hell because mm -hmm. they hate the idea of God. There was one Satanist who actually um, tattooed the cross of Christ on the bottom of his foot so that he could step on it every time he took a step just because he hated the idea of God. By the way, he read my book, Gaze for Christ, and is now a pastor in Wisconsin. Oh. Uh, but for that, you know, it's an example of someone who hated the idea of God. The other misconception, I think, is that... Um, well, the date. Shit like that is why I'm glad I block people like Montlake, man. Why I no longer talk to SJ. I will be honest with you guys. The concept of God is fucking terrible. An intergalactic dictator who spends more time watching gay people fuck than stopping that kid over there from being hurt. will let them fuck and hold that against them after they die because free will. But that child that just got their booty hole busted wide open by another Catholic priest, he won't stop that Catholic priest from doing that because free will. <laughs> Again, without the apologetics, without the lying, without the excuses, Nothing about this is moral. So yeah, the idea of a God, the Christian God they describe, is fucking deplorable. Roll the tape. Hold on. Before I, that's what I'm saying. Think I don't talk to like Montlake Man anymore. SJ, she would take that. Montlake Man would take that. Joseph Abraham would take that, spin it, Frankenstein edit the shit out of it, and make it look Robert Reed hates God. Robert Reed is mad at God. That's why he's an atheist. Roll the date. Um, there's torture. God is, it's a torture chamber. No, uh, torture is externally applied. Um, there is torment, which is, you know, a gnashing of teeth, an anger, a sense of uh, just um, uh, that, that, that people have in hell. Pause the tape and that makes it better? It's not torture, it's only torment? I remember talking to a Christian and I said the same thing. I always say this, a torture pit, right? Because it's described as a torture pit. And I remember he started laughing like I said the ABC's wrong or some shit like that, right? He's like, <laughs> no wonder you're an atheist, Robert. No wonder. <laughs> no, no. It's not torture, Robert. It's not torture. <laughs> you're not just with God. So it's like torture. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Did you just hear what you just said? It's not torture. It's not actual torture. You're just without God, Robert, so it's like torture. So fuckface, it's torture. Right? It's not torture. It's actually torment. So he switched four letters around and all of a sudden... Again, Christians... Keep saying this shit out loud until it starts to make sense that this is some bullshit. Roll the tape. But I think the most profound thing I learned that really changed my perspective, because you, you say, is this fair that, mm -hmm. that, that they're consigned to this place for eternity and so forth? Um, um, you know, and, and the Bible says in Genesis, will not the God of all the earth do what's right and do what's fair? And, and so one of the things I think that most people don't understand is that hell is not a one-size-fits-all experience. Oh, don't say um, it. Don't Adolf say Hitler it. Hitler is not going to have the same experience in hell as maybe my neighbor who hates the idea of God as an atheist and... and um... Christians, do, me, do us all a favor. Go fuck yourself. Hell is not a one-size-fit-all. Joseph Abraham tried to pull that bullshit on me, right? You know there's different levels of hell, Robert. Are you stupid? Dude, it doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, that concept is immoral. God does not punish you for being bad. He does not. God punishes you because of what you don't believe. 
Now, it's not just Robert motherfucking Reed sitting here in the Bible Belt. I've examined the evidence. It didn't lead to a proof. I'm an atheist. Period in the story. I'm going to get my ass whipped. There's a person over here in Bangladesh. And Christian just, again, write this part down. That person in Bangladesh, they're looking for Jesus with the exact same intensity that you are looking for Ganesh. When that person in Bangladesh passes away and they don't believe in your God, they're going to be tortured forever. Your God is torturing them because they weren't even aware they're supposed to look for your version of fucking God. And again, save your foolishness. The greatness of the heavens declare is shut the fuck up. Because again, they can't name a single verse in your Bible. Just like I can guarantee you. Half the Christian that you ask this question to. What's the name of the Hindu holy text? Half of them can't tell you that. Much less tell you a fucking verse that's in it. So again, this is all some bullshit. Let's get about 60 more seconds. I'm going to have a stroke. Roll the tape. Uh, rejects God and runs the other way from him. Lives a totally immoral life. He, he, his experience in hell is going to be different. How do we know? Well, Jesus in Matthew chapter 11 uh, talks about certain cities that would suffer more than others uh, because they refuse to repent despite the miracles that he had performed in those cities. Pause the tape. So I'm going to beat my girl less for getting the wrong amount of ice cubes than if she didn't keep this house L7. At the end of the day, I'm still beating up my fucking partner. Which one is better? Uh, that answer is neither because I'm still doing something fucked up. So again, this is just some bulls. Roll the tape. Just roll the tape. Um, roll the tape. And so uh, some are going to suffer more than others. In Luke chapter 12, he tells a, a parable about the servant who knows his master's will and yet doesn't do it, that he's going to suffer more than the one who didn't really know the master's will um, and and pursued you know, something counter to his master's uh, uh, good interests. Um, there'll be a difference in the way in which they are punished. And I think this is really important to, to, to see that um, whatever hell is, um, it's not going to be the same for Adolf Hitler and everybody else. Pause the tape, in the tape. I can't listen to any more of that bullshit. That was terrible. That was absolutely, positively fucking terrible. Again, I don't know what makes me more upset right now. The fact that I just sat there and burned an hour of my life listening to this bullshit or the fact that for 39 years I actually used to believe this. I'm about to belch. I just belch. You guys want to sign off with Buddy? Maybe that will help with the stroke level fucking tachycardia heart rate right now. I'm all kinds of fucked up right now, gang. This is some bullshit. Again, not just that I believe Even with all the shit that I'm over here talking, El Senor Mr. Bubs is not the fuck out. I mean, mouth open, tongue out. He is drooling asleep. If you don't love the Bubs, unsubscribe to just two. Okay. Again, I used to believe this bullshit, I used to preach this foolishness. And it's not just that I'm listening to it on this side and I'm like, oh God. Then you realize there's a shit ton more people who believe in this than what they don't. I mean, that was nothing more than making excuses for the world's worst behavior. And again, this fuck nut, you know, again, again, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. Let's look up the net worth of fuckface Lee Strobel. 
with your no neck having ass. Hold on. Okay. So, shut the fuck up. Eight million dollars. Eight million. So again, let's say it's Google and it fucked it up. Let's cut it in half. He's worth $4 million spouting his foolishness. Now again, go ahead and tell me I've taken out of context. I'm pretty sure I can find a verse from Jesus himself. He wasn't a big fan of rich people. So Leash Robo, go fuck yourself. Gang Uncle Bobby has given you basically one motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. Alisa Childers, shut the fuck up. Just another Christian apologist running off at the fucking mouth. Making excuses for cruelty. Giving audience to the worst people on the fucking internet. A positive one. You're not even critiquing them. You're just sitting there like, oh, Frank, you're the greatest. Ever. Shut the fuck up. Right? I mean, what was the first one up, gang? Buddy, get your monkey ass down. Which, which one was the first one up? Now, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Let's just start with this one. Is Christianity a sexist religion? Yes. Next topic. If you have a book that tells you what to do with a rape victim and anywhere on your top one million things that you do with a rape victim is to marry the rape victim off to the person who just raped her, you got a sexist, misogynistic book and you are a sack of shit for making excuses for this foolishness. Yes, Christianity is sexist. Yes, it is. No, there's not a fucking debate. That's why you have Christian apologists making excuses for Christian uh, Christianity. What was the next one up, gang? Where, where was the next one? Oh, yeah. Does the non-Christian have a basis for making moral claims? You need to shut the fuck up. For the now one trillionth and first time. If you would ever stop talking to a fucking pastor and apologist and start talking to a sociologist, you could actually get the answer to this question. But you don't want one, do you? Because what are you going to keep asking? Well, why should I do what you say? Why should I do what you say? Why should I do? You don't have to. Again, for all you who love jerking off all over yourself, about this whole objective morality? Fuck you. Atheists and Christian alike, fuck you. If all, again, I think rape is wrong. Well, that's just your opinion. This conversation's already over. If it's gonna take me nine hours to not even convince you that rape is wrong, fuck you. Did you, get, did you hear that? I'm not sure you did. So just in case you weren't very clear, fuck you. But the one thing that your fucked up ass, squirrely ass word games never seems to take into account, it's the five minutes after. You're right. You don't have to agree with me. If you want to go do something like that, and I don't know about it, you're right. I can't stop you. But two things are going to happen if I can make it happen. One, the person that you're hurt, I'm going to help that person out. Second thing is, I want to find you. And I'm not going to pour you a glass of alcohol. So this whole, where's your standard? My standard is Robert motherfucking Reed. And you're goddamn right. You don't have to agree with my opinion. You can do whatever you want to do. But that does not uh, absolve you from the five minutes after. So again, this whole stupid ass argument on objective morality, I think it's a fucked up ass waste of time. Getting the next one up is fucking some people hate God's perfect justice because it's not perfect justice. It's stupidity wrapped with cruelty, wrapped with go fuck yourself and shut the fuck up. Well, I don't understand why people bristle over God's wrath and you just because your God's a fucking asshole right God's ways are mysterious they're really not what's so mysterious about your God's character being deplorable 
It's only mysterious when you have to sit here and make excuses for shit that you know is fucked up. So I mean, that's just again, this is all stupidity with more stupidity on top. And the last one up, gang. More importantly, lastly, but not leastly, is fuckface Lee Strobel, shut the fuck up. <clears throat> that was one of the more grosser, is that even a word? That, let's just roll with it. That was one of the more grosser, more gross, whatever the fuck. My mom's a former English teacher. Right now, she's just rolling in her grave, and I've raised a fucking idiot. I'm working on it, mom. That was one of the grossest depictions of hell ever. That was just really gross. Again, I no, I didn't beat up my wife. I mean, it was an open hand. Therefore, dot shut the fuck up. Where's buddy? All I heard was excuses, gang. I just felt as I got professional. Buddy, stay with me, shit. Gang, all I heard was excuses for the worst behavior ever. Well, never. <laughs> Again, if the Christian God moved in next door to you, you get with the members of your HOA and you find a way to get his ass out. If someone with the Christian God's nature showed up to babysit your kids, you'd shoot that fucker in their kneecaps. If someone with the Christian God's nature told you it was 12 o'clock, you'd ask someone else just to make sure that fucker wasn't lying. At the end of the day, you take out the Christian apologetics, the excuses like metaphors, analogies, you took it out of context, you're mad at God. At the end of the day, the Christian God's character is fucked up. God's ways aren't mysterious. They're actually quite obvious. They're fucked up. And the only way you make it sound the least bit palatable is to sit here and say, if there is no God, what's wrong with God's character? Anyone else who acted like this, they would be behind bars. Make that person make believe, put a, a white beard and sandals and robes, give them a frown, make them point his finger out to touch Adam, and you found someone that you can worship and give 10% of your yearly income to. How convenient is that? Go fuck yourself. Gang, I don't believe that a God exists. But if there is a God, and it's how it is described in the Bible that God is a fucking asshole. And you know what? You agree with me. I'm going to even go so far as to say you Christians agree with me. Because again, there is nothing about that that when it is put into practice in real time that you would find the least worth respectable, much less worthy of worship. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go.